everybody, and welcome to A Court of Books and Booze, Milk and Cookies Edition. I am Skylar, and with me, as always, are Jessica and Amanda, and my very best friend in the whole wide world, Aspen. What's up, dude? Not much. What's up, ladies? What's up? Not much. Enjoying the spooky season? Yep. Booked over. Mm -hmm. No, it's this? wet and rainy and gross all the time. No, this is the best yeah. weather. The 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 gloomy, rainy, wet leaves. No, okay. Dark Not when it's skies. I like cold, dark, and rainy. I don't like warm, wet, and rainy. Uh, yes. No, I'm not a fan. I, I love it. I want it to be colder. I don't want to be able to go outside in my t-shirt, like smoking hot, like blazing. <laughs> no. This is the no, and then it's just like wet all the time. No, um, calm well, down over get, there. Calm down. You'll get it next week when it's snowing. 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 Yep. On Halloween. Ooh. That's what the forecast is calling for. Again? Yeah, I know. Two um. two Halloweens ago, it snowed. Yep. The first real snow of the year. I remember and then that. Last Halloween was freezing rain the whole night. It yep. always rains or is cold or something crazy on Better Halloween. Better snow than rain. Well, that at rain least. Rain was gross. Is it going to do like a snore? Snore, snore. <laughs> it is not. It's just going to be little bits of snow okay, and good. cold. So you're going to have to wear. You're going to have to wear um, warm clothes underneath your costume. That's what fine with me. Who are you dressing up as? Naruto. Nice. Oh, cool. Nerd. What are you dressing up as? Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you could wear your Akatsuki robe. Ooh. <gasps> you should do that. Yeah. He's like, I don't know where it is. I think it's in the laundry room in the the hanging garment bag. Hmm. Halloween. Looking forward to it. Yes. yes. So N Nick and I are going to a Halloween party this weekend. So, we're dressing up, naturally. You won't understand this, because you're very young. But, I'm going as a pink lady, and Nick is going as a T-bird. So, he got, like, the leather jacket, and, uh, have you seen Grease? It took me a minute to realize, to, I understand it now that you just said it now. Yeah. But you said the other day, you're like, we're dressing up as a pink lady and a minion, and I'm, and I'm like... So that's what I'm. Dress and I was that's what I'm dressing up as. So I'm dressing up as a pink lady this weekend, and then next week at work on Halloween, I'm dressing up as a minion. Oh, so yeah. like when you put those two things together, when you told me the other day, and I'm like, well, I know what a minion is, but a, a pink lady with a minion, and I'm trying, <laughs> racking my brain through the Despicable Me movies, trying to think of a yeah. pink lady. Makes sense now. Dude, yeah. A minion. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, uh, that's going to be so cute. Dude, a minion with a pink lady jacket. I'm just saying. That's a vibe. I'm here for that. I, I gotta say, um, I'm, I'm, I'm real minioned out. I could, I could go forever and never see a minion again. Thank you, Poppy. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and be okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's just such an easy costume. Wait, do you oh, mean sure. Greece like uh, the I mythology? Mean, no, no, no. Oh, man. no. Or I would have known what you said. It's a, it's a musical. Oh, not G R E E C E. 
G R E A S E. Oh. Like like greasy things. Like grease from a car. Like oil. Oh. Different kind. That comes from a grill. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. But good thinking, though. Good thinking. It's a great movie. Maybe you can watch it when you're older. Yeah. And maybe we can cover a book on Greece for kids at some point. That'd be cool. Sweet. But yeah, that's my Halloween plans. Fun. So I just want to say, of course, I already said it on the call, guys, but I want to say it on... Akabab as well. Congratulations, Gunnar and Colton. Um, both beautiful babies and excited for both of you. Yeah, congrats, guys. Pictures are adorable. Absolutely. And if you are listening to our podcast, make sure to go check out the last three weeks of The Call Guys, where me and Jess took it over. We rocked it. We, we blew had, it out of the water. We had a blast. Talking books and anime. I'm the Robin to her Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so you did switch it then. <laughs> You're so funny. She's the Starsky to my hut. That movie's just called Starsky and Hutch, right? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen it. So yeah, make sure to go go check those out and wish the call guys a happy babies. Happy babies. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? The last spooky book of our October. October. (laughs) God. (laughs) (laughs) So this would be our second spooky-themed children's book, which is Night of the Living Dummy, one of the Goosebumps books by R.L. Stein. Yours is stepping it up. This is probably... It's definitely one of the most popular, most iconic, if not the most popular classic Goosebumps book. Sure. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. That one or um, the one with the mask where she puts on the mask and can't take it off. Oh, yeah, definitely. I oh, mean, wait, it's definitely one of one of the, the, right. the hottest ones. Um published in may of 1993 this book turned 30 this year that's so many years older than you aspen (laughs) (laughs) the look right now killing me yeah i know i know why no three oh it's called the haunted mask, by the way. The, the other one. I think I think I heard about that book somewhere. Like I started reading it, but it was like too scary. We'll read it sometime. I think if you liked this one, that you'll like that one. And you know, like uh, the characters are like Chris Powerwell. I l- uh, we in music we were doing like the pl- uh, pledge allegiance, and something was made from like Chris Powerwell. Powell. Powell. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's okay. Powell. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if that's where the author got that name. No <laughs> idea. Good to know Maybe. they still say the Pledge of Allegiance in music. Good to know. Pledge of Allegiance. Rap. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. What? Are you going to do that for the Veterans Day program? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is exciting. Okay. Can I come? No, because yes. we'll be in Japan. 
Dang it. Well, maybe you but can But we're going to video both. call. Video. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. That's exciting. <laughs> oh, rap. Pledge allegiance to the flag. No, nothing <laughs> like that. Oh, man. It doesn't have, like, the beat or anything. <gasps> then how is it a rap? Mm. That's Sing just it. what it's called? Just do it. Yeah. Just yeah, do can it. you do it? No, for I can't. I, there has to be multiple people. Multiple people. You need. Uh, will you try it off air? My classmates. You need a beat. <laughs> no. What? Boots and shoes. Boots and cats. Boots and shoes and boots and cats. Boots and dogs. <laughs> boots and ducks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, milk and cookies, milk and cookies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So this book starts off with Lindy and Chris. Chris Powell, twin sisters, and they uh, they don't really get along very no, well, do they? No, it's not like they do, but they don't. Right. Yeah, it's I I I don't have siblings, so. The whole sibling dynamic, I'm like, oh my goodness. I this feel is stressful. Honestly, I never, I mean, I argued with my brother. But, like, the nitpicky stuff, I mean, it's just all part of a sibling thing. I feel like being a twin would be hard. Especially at, like, that young age when you're, like, t- like trying to find your... Identity. Yeah, and, like, you have an identical twin that literally, like, you're wearing the same clothes, you're sharing the same room, and, you know, like, doing all that stuff together. It's like, well... There's almost no individuality, hence the different haircuts. Fair. I can't... Ab- it's the most control they've got. Yeah. I don't know. I think twins would be hard. Yeah, probably. Oh, I'm sure. I can't, I can't say that if I, don't I ever was in the situation to have twins for some reason, I would dress them the same. That like, drives me nuts. Yeah, no, especially if they're identical, I'd want them to look different. <laughs> I don't want to know which was which. Really, I just tattoo the initials on their foreheads. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you guys laugh at that. <laughs> we, we don't condone children's tattoos. You have to put a disclaimer now. If Aspen wants a tattoo, I'll let him get a tattoo. You ready? No. Y- you got <laughs> 10 years. You're going to get slappy on your back? <laughs> no. So, anyway, no. twin sisters. <laughs> Um, there's a new house being built next door, and they decide... They wanted to go look. Yeah. And what do they find in the dumpster outside the house? A dummy. A ventriloquist dummy. Which also, dumpster was spelled with a capital D when I was reading it. I yeah. that was yeah. interesting. It, it is in the synopsis and everything, too. I was just like, huh, interesting. The brand good, name. Good uh, notice. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I did, and I thought it was gonna like come back around somehow, some way, but it, it never did. And so I was just like, "Huh, interesting." Have you ever read Goosebumps books? I was not a Goosebumps kid. Interesting. That's why when you're like, "Oh, this is probably the most popular one," I was like, "Yeah, sure." Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I noted that. It's like, man. You know, Nick was a Goosebumps kid. I was not a Goosebumps kid. This is actually my first Goosebumps I've ever read. That's a good one. You know, I think this is the first Goosebumps I've ever actually read, too. Oh, my goodness. I watched a TV show. I don't think I ever read the books. 
at his age, I used to come home with wagons full of Goosebumps books from the library down the street. Mm. <laughs> so I I did watch the movie, but the show was where since you mentioned the show, I remembered that mask book was part of the show. Yes, it yeah, was. you're right. So I actually kind of went down a rabbit hole the other night because I wanted to watch Night of the Living Dummy, like the mm-hmm. the '90s TV show. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't do a first part of it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was talking to Nick about this, they like scrapped the first part, right, and, and went, went to the second part because they said it was a better story. Is Wait, what they what? always said in it. Is what they said in an interview as Which, to why they scrapped it. I mean, so, it was it. It's a good. I there's mean, a second part of the. Yeah, there's Night of the Living Dummy too. Hmm. But the not the first part. Right. And that's for the show. Right. Mm-hmm. We the should read the show. book, the number two. <laughs> Interesting. And then compare it to the show. Yeah. Yeah. We should we do that. just need to watch the show first, and then the book, or the book first, or the show. Mm. <laughs> Which is it? Which comes first? Show. The chicken or the egg? Oh, he says the show. Definitely. Okay. Do you think the book would be better than the show? Mm, kind of. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Maybe. So, so they find this dummy. Yep. And then Lindy decides she's going to keep it, and Chris gets right, jealous. Mm-hmm. Gets jealous, and then she gets her own dummy. Mm-hmm. How does she get her own dummy? By she said she wanted her own dummy to her dad, and he, he bought it. Okay, okay. So if she only gets it out, that easy. and she yeah. names it Mister Wood, and Lindy names hers Slappy. All right, all right. So we got Lindy and Slappy, Chris and Mr. Wood. Interesting. Twin girls and their ventriloquist dummies. So when Chris pulls Mr. Wood out of his case, a uh, card, post-it note, whatever it was, fell on the floor with some ancient words on it. And in the biggest mistake of all horror franchises ever, they read the ancient words, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Put the note back in his pocket, right? Yep. Yep. Back in his little... And then a couple of days later, she was, like, the boss of a concert mm-hmm. at the school. And then at the concert, the magic words were for Mr. Wood to come alive. And he came alive and spit it out a green... Stinky goo. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it is. All over the front of the audience when she's trying to do a presentation thing, huh? Mm-hmm. So. They've had some weird so happenings like, at home before this, too, huh? So they had, like, a worst day ever. It was kind of weird leading up to this. They were, like, hearing things at home. And yeah. the dummies were kind of moved around. From where they left them, and stuff went on with the kitchen, and there's a lot lot happening, yep. huh? Mm-hmm. And then after that, she got in trouble for that, because some, the... Teacher? Teacher? No, not the teacher, the other parents came over. 
Oh, oh. The, the Millers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Millers. The neighbors. They came over to see Mr. Wood. And uh, Mr. Wood was still alive, so he did... He was saying some mean things, insults. huh? Insults. Mm-hmm. And Chris keeps saying, I'm not doing this. I'm not saying these words. And Nobody believes her, huh? Yep. So after the concert then, uh, she locks, not locks, because the closet doesn't have a lock on it. She yeah. puts Mr. Wood in the closet. She throws him in the closet. He gets out <laughs> and starts wrecking havoc in the house, huh? And then, at, like, the middle dash end part um he they hear noises chris hears noises it's mr wood going downstairs mm-hmm. and then this time he actually blinks and talks and chris is like holding him down what does what's slappy doing this whole time and lindy slappy's just <laughs> sitting in the chair and Lindy's just sleeping. Oh. So it's pretty much just Mr. Wood. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Lindy heard noises. She woke up, came downstairs, and Mr. Wood did nothing because she came downstairs until he blinked. And Lindy gasps. Mm. And she knows he's alive. Uh, Lindy goes to wake up their mom and dad, and they don't believe her. Oh, my goodness. And this has been cr- pretty creepy up to this point, huh? Because yeah. We're, we're reading this at nighttime, and it's dark out, and we're talking about the dummy looking over at you and blinking. You yeah. read this at night? We read this for our bedtime story. Oh, and boy, then oh, boy. While yeah. D- while... Daddy was reading it. He did like a spooky voice every single word. I've been sick, so I won't bite Oh, no, you meant to. <laughs> you meant to. So it's like, and Slappy looks at her ass bad. <laughs> I know. Stop. It's creepy. It makes it even more creepy. So, so that night, I had nightmares. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Skylar. It was funny. No, it was not. <laughs> Gosh. So Lindy now believes Chris. They get Mr. Wood. They get him in a suitcase, and they decide they're going to bury him. And they bury him in the neighbor's yard, right, mm-hmm. where they're doing the construction. And then the next morning, Chris wakes up. Mr. Wood is l- sitting on the counter. Creepy. He blinks. So Your mom creepy. doesn't notice, notice. And then... What do you do? What do you do at that point? I used to just... After that, um... At, like, the end, they go outside. Uh, because Barky, their dog, went out running. And then they ran. And then... Mr. Wood ran to them. That's creepy. And then he gets rolled uh, rolled over by a... Oh. Well, bef- before <laughs> that, they try to, 
like get his head off. Oh my goodness. And stuff. And it didn't work because he had like powers. And then they got to the part where uh, Mr. Wood got rolled over to by a. Was it a construction? The yeah. bulldozer. Thing. Yeah, yeah bulldozer. So the and end of the end of the book, the girls walk back upstairs feeling pretty happy that they finally got rid of the evil the evil dummy. And, and what then happens? Slappy becomes alive. And what does he say? What? You don't remember what he says? No. I think he says some I thought that guy was never gonna leave. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. And that is Because the- there was a guy that <coughs> Thought he rolled over a child. Right. But, oh, but he it was, was actually he was talking about Mr. Mr. Wood. Wood yeah. yeah. Wow. <sighs> what a cliffhanger. Note to self don't pull a random ventriloquist dummy out of a capital dumpster when you find it, and don't <laughs> say the incantation that comes out of the boxes. Don't, hmm. even, look, don't even look for one. Nuh uh. I wouldn't even read this book. It's so, too scary. What came first? Night of the Living Dummy or Chucky? I think Chucky came first. I think Chucky was oh, like early eighties. Say cheese and die. That one? No, Chucky's a <laughs> Chucky's that? a horror movie called um, Child's Play. Oh. Eighty eight. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you think that these books could be written today and be as popular as they were when we were kids? That's hard to even guess because they all already exist. Well, it's like I'm reading this book. If they didn't exist, then yeah, probably. And and the way that Mr. Wood is talking is very like um, hurtful. No, it's hurtful, and he's uh, he's not using nice words. nice terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like, it, would it be socially acceptable? I noticed that as well. Things, yeah. If it was put out now, like the same premise, the words might be a little different. I think they I would mean, have to be. I mean, same effect, but different verbiage. Right. Yeah, I think it'd have to be if they don't want to get on that band list. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I, I noticed that while reading, yeah. too. Yeah, because yeah. my my first thought was, while well, he's, he's calling them... The Millers? You're talking about that? No, I'm talking about the girls later in the book. Oh, gotcha. I noticed it when, because I was reading out loud to Aspen at the time when he was roasting the Millers. Yeah. I think, But I think the storyline would still be something that was oh, yeah. completely acceptable. I just, I wonder how much nostalgia really drives these books for us. I mean, that's going to be in any uh, generation, though. Right. Yeah. I mean... Think about it. I've got nostalgia for the Captain Underpants series, and that's hot right now. In like that, and you know the rest of that author's books are hot right now with current gener- you know, young generation. Interesting. I'm just curious. What cookies are we having today? Chocolate chip cookies. Classic cookie for classic goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one that no one wanted. Oh yeah, it was well, milk chocolate and toffee. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was it. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and rate this book and sign off, huh? Let's off. start with Aspen. Seven points. No. Nope. Oh. One through five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said it backwards. Four point seven five. Okay. All right. Jess. Four point two. Mm. Amanda? Four. Four? I think I might go 4.2 as well. Just a solid, it's good. scary yeah. little book. Yeah. yeah. I would have rated it five if it wasn't that scary. <laughs> <laughs> it would freak me out as a kid, that's for sure. <coughs> it didn't freak me out as much as other books would. Like from the Goosebumps. Oh, mm. we'll have to try other ones sometime. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, okay, I'll be ready for it. All right. The side eye. I love it. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to A Court of Books and Booze, Milk and Cookies edition. If you liked what you heard and you heard what you liked, make sure to email us at acobabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check out the Golden Mojo Entertainment website. That is goldenmojoent.com. Learn a little bit about all the hosts. Check out some merch. And also, please make sure to check out the rest of the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of podcasts. That is the Call Guys on Mondays, Golden Image Podcast on Tuesdays, the United States of Paranormal on Wednesdays, the Golden 80s and Indiana Chiefs fans on Thursdays, and Murder Nerds and us on Fridays. Cool, cool. Read with you later. <laughs> <laughs>